on this episode of the Michigan State of Sports. Another week in the fall has come and gone. Michigan, Michigan State, two top 10 teams, and the Lions, downright embarrassing. We wrap about it next on the Michigan State of Sports. Welcome to the Michigan State of Sports. Jake Ritmo alongside Tony Garcia, who is laughing uncontrollably to begin the program here. What an, a special edition of the Michigan State of Sports. And by special, I mean it's not that much different than the last several episodes. And it is an episode in the fall. So us loudmouths rap about what happened over the weekend as uh, we welcome on Tony Garcia. What's going on? What are you laughing about? <laughs> what was the plan there? So like, is, is that a chip? Is that a tortilla chip that we got going on? Because right. no free advertisements. I'm not saying what brand it is, but I was snacking on some tortilla chips. Okay, right. So that's a really crunchy snack. And you so you do the open and you put it in your mouth and you kind of have this moment where you're like, I can't crunch through this. And you just take it out. That was, was a great move by me. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I just don't know what the plan was. Like, when were you going to eat that? Now, I forgot that the, the the he who does the open also begins the show. So I thought like, hey, I nailed that open one take, Jake. Now I should reward myself with the tortilla chip. And then I remembered, oh, wait, I got to talk right now. And then I had an oh shit moment and you started laughing. But that's that's my fault. It, it, it is certainly has has been my turn to lead. You've been putting the team on your back. Oh, I mean, yeah, since my I brought you on for months and months, but even more so for weeks. But as I was explaining to you, eventful weekend late night that's why this is coming out on a tuesday morning uh not monday morning i uh, just got back from from our city uh the windy city uh the shy uh good weekend there saw some family and so it was just a late night and i was jake please save me and and run the show and then here i am calling you out as no, you do me a favor and run fine. the show it's perfectly fine and congrats to you for going back to chicago although i was i was bitterly disappointed bitterly disappointed to find that the reason for your return to the windy city not as i presumed a homecoming for our northwestern wildcats but selfishly you were spending time with family and not just completely plugged into that homecoming victory for our northwestern wildcats over a tough tough rutgers squad absolutely rutgers was reeling they needed a win and the cats would have none of it celebrated at Ryan Field. No, I did not make it up to Evanston, but but yeah, good weekend. How was your weekend? I uh, can't complain. Um, I found out firsthand significantly more fun to be a football fan than it is to cover the game or, or play in the game. Um, brothers were in town, so had to get to an Alma Scott's Adrian College game. And Tony, rest assured, my brother and I chirped the hell out of the Adrian College Bulldogs. They wanted none of it. So nothing like a 29-year-old idiot screaming his head off at a Division Three football game on the sidelines. Was only worn twice. Also found out from several other fans that we were the highlight of the game. Had some Alma football players tell my brother, who's the coach, that not only was our trash talking on point, but it was funny. It was funny. So I think if you can be a funny trash talker, that's a big part of it, too. And being a fan is, like I said, just way more fun than anything else. Football's the best. Did you have any? And that's why, like, you were apologizing, like, oh, I'm sorry, this episode is going to sound like the last few, but it's 
it's the fall. It's October. What I mean, we wait all year to talk about football, right? Like you remember the the dog days of, of not even of summer, but the dog days of last March uh, and February when you and I had started doing this, and we're like, what are we going to talk about? I mean, the we wings stuck, the pitch like, stuff. We were dying for football, so we will not be apologizing for talking about nothing but football. We were doing prediction episodes and hypotheticals. And <laughs> we, we were getting pretty deep in the bag <laughs> to avoid talking about bags, But we do want to do a mailbag again because that was a lot of fun. So, yeah. So I think we need to get right off the bat. There will be two episodes next week. Number one, there will be two episodes. One, we'll, we'll, ha- we'll have guests uh, because we need to do Michigan, Michigan State guests because we know you don't want to just hear from us. But also, I think a mailbag episode, as you just alluded to, is in order Probably it should be Michigan, Michigan State, but we we don't we we don't give you parameters. You you ask us questions. You right. you drive the train. And for the six listeners tuning in on a weekly basis, please um, don't count on your other five friends to send us something to talk about. We need you. And don't make Tony and I fire up our three group messages and our little echo chambers that only say what we want to hear. We want to hear from you, all six listeners. That's right. Please. So the, no question is. Uh, is is too dumb or is uh, is too much all right tony we got a lot to get into though because as i mentioned in the open we've got two top 10 teams in the state of michigan college football significantly better than the nfl so as these episodes where we're just flying by the seat of our pants work i'm gonna kind of throw up the softball we've got three big things to talk about and i'll let you decide on number one do we want to get the misery of the lions out of the way because i think it's pretty easy to tie a bow on it or do we want to enjoy ourselves a little bit talk about michigan state's win on the road against indiana setting up a potential potential meeting of unbeatens because don't forget don't forget Michigan still has to defeat Northwestern at home. Trap game, trap game, folks. Northwestern, no, I can't even. Hot, a hot Northwestern team, frankly. And, and nobody travels like the Northwestern. Nobody circles the wagons like the Northwestern Wildcats. I'm going to be there, though, and I'm freaking excited, man. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to be decked out in my cat's gear. Good. I should, uh, you'll be a mile from my house, so stop by. Give me a call when you make it into town. Hey, uh, you might have to bail me out because I'll be talking so much trash about our Northwestern. Wildcats. Actually, I just re- I just remembered my dad asked me to go to the game with him, so I may I may go too. All right. Well, well, this seems. I don't like- know why I, I don't know why I'm mind dumping this on you. So let's let's move on. My people will talk to your people. We'll yeah, get it set great. up. That sort of great. Thing. So all right, I, I'm going to make the decision for you because you didn't make the decision. No, not you. Oh, I didn't have a chance, Lions, because I think that was the most notable development this weekend. Would you agree? Sure. Go on. Tell me why. Uh, I mean, just in the sense that that was frankly em- embarrassing. Uh, and there's no other way way to put it. I mean, Michigan didn't play, so there's nothing to take away there. Michigan State, not great, but we'll, we'll get to it. A win's a win. Road win uh, in the Big Ten Conference. You don't apologize for them. And like, while we can joke about it, it's actually true. You just <laughs> try to get it and then move on and not apologize. And yes, there's things to worry about, but we'll get we'll get to that. Um. Do we might not even get a chance? Like, not might not. We there's nothing here in the Lions organization that that is healthy, right? You know what I mean? I mean, there right now what's happening on the field 
is just, it's the Tigers of 2019. Like, we're not even learning about what's coming because none, like, because it's not here. Like, the young guys are, are, are banged up. The talent is banged up. Uh, there's no quarterback. There's no receivers. There's no skill position. Uh, the defense is worth, like, we don't even know if the coaches can coach. It's the same excuse. I mean, I know we've said things like this before, but it's never been as glaring and definitive. Dude, the Bengals were an awful team last year, and you just got the brakes blown off you. The four and two. Jared Goff is throwing the ball like three yards at a time, and I know it's 6.1, but oh my God, this is, it's horrible. Here's what I'll say. Um, I will say the Bengals much improved four and two, but think yep. back to those shows we did when we had Dave Burkett on, when we had other guests talking about the Lions in this new organization about some of the excitement and the potential and all of those somewhat good feelings are just gone. And you could, and for first couple of games, I guess maybe throw San Francisco out the window because they, it was a late comeback, but Packers got the lead at halftime and the Ravens invite. And, and now this was just, this was the old lions where you have no, you're sitting in front of the television watching how bad this is. And you just have no reason to stick around or, or anything to take away from this. And anytime, the only, the only thing you could take away is that it looked like the, t- the defense quit. It looked like the team quit. It looked like, and the, saying a team quit is about as much of an insult as you can make to a professional athlete. And, and keep in mind, this is on the heels of your coach breaking down to the point of tears right. in his last post-game press conference on the previous Sunday where everyone's on, Oh, Dan Campbell. And, and this is not a knock on him. I, I believe that's genuine. That's who he is. I am not that way. Um, super. I played sports and after I lost, I was very angry, but never to the point of tears. So if that's him, fine, do, do the tear thing. Maybe it meant guys were going to be playing for you, but in a week, a week's time later, this team just went out and laid an egg in, in all aspects. Yep. But also, to, to, I, I want to try to get to, because you made multiple good points there, to, to get back to the first point about like what we were saying with Burkett and all, the, all those good feelings and stuff. I mean, but none of those players are even he, like here or healthy, right? Like, when he, like the guy I remember him talking about on defense is Okuda. He's obviously not here. Uh, I mean, the line, the... All three of their best offensive linemen are like some of the best, like Decker out, still out, Ragnall out for the year. Sewell has been up and down playing through injuries and stuff. I mean, they're, they're, they're reeling. Like they can't even protect Goff and he's no good to begin with. And he has no one to throw to. And just, what do you do? I mean, I think I, I've started hearing people and I don't, I don't want to just regurgitate other thoughts, but um I, I've, I've, more, I've honestly just ha- like had not thought about it to this extent until this week, until it got this bad. I really think you do need to more than consider c- cleaning house and anyone who is worth something. You got to start start. Players wise, you're not talking Campbell or no, 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 no. no. Oh, come on, come on, come on. No, no, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, uh, you'd Jesus. be surprised. You'd be surprised no, no. when I hear at four o'clock at ninety seven on the ticket from people calling in with their ideas. Yeah, no, no, Campbell, thought, or get get Holmes out of it. New regime, let's clean house. Uh, but but no, but like Hawkinson, um, I'm not gonna say he is Andre Drummond in the sense that he 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 tries hard, he he has a good work ethic and things like that. But I don't know what he contributes to winning here right now. And 
what like you can't pay him long term what just just people people like that i mean even decker and anyone any anyone on this team who is not deandre swift or frank ragnow or penny sewell or i guess even okuda is i guess available but if you dumped him like getting rid of him for six rounders not worth it because you haven't even gotten to see what he's done this year so that that's probably not worth it but but there's no one who who is not available you know what i mean just assets we need to be in asset collection mode because this is useless and and no and 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 they're not it's, it's still it's years away it's ne- next year right no. it's not next year it's not the year that's after the point that. this was the game though who i had not um and again thank you jake for for making this all about you but i had not been as down on jared goff as a lot of people but unfortunately, this was the type of game that there was just no, there's no backing him. Um, it doesn't take a shot down the field. Now receivers running the wrong routes. That doesn't, that doesn't bode well for any quarterback, but especially Jared Goff, who's struggling. It, there's just no flow to the offense. And even when there are guys open, he's throwing the ball out of bounds. The, the one he missed Hawkinson on was so bad. And there's just... There's nothing, I mean, it's October, I mean, the, the, the game was on October, what, 17th. It's October 19th, probably when you're listening to this, and you feel like six games in, you just have no desire to watch another Lions game for the rest of the year. No, there's... And I don't blame you. And at the beginning of the year i remember i was feeling a little dejected in the sense that i did not want to go into a new season a new regime rooting for it to fail because i wanted to have success i wanted to have something to talk about i wanted good feelings i wanted positive but i mean i said i don't remember if i said three and 14 or four and 13 but it was i was not i was i was taking the under no matter what it was um and and i never want and this is even worse than i'm had feared, you know, like, I think, there's I, I think there's a genuine, you can have a, a real conversation about where does a win come? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I, and I, I never thought, and, and that's not fair to say, and I, I'm, I absolutely do not think this team will go winless because that's hard to do. And just look at what they've done. I mean, two of the previous, we, we've said it on this podcast, 120 yards of field goals as time expired is keeping you from two wins. And just one of them misses, you know, like, like not the craziest kick of all time in the history of the NFL. So we're not making excuses. I think we're being plenty hard on the lines. Um, but, but it is, it, it just, it just makes you, it makes me sad, Jake. Does it make you sad? Are you sad? sad. Or, or, or are you annoyed or mad? Like, how do you feel? I think, I think that's the good question. How do you feel as, as a Lions fan right now? There's, there's a term that had I paid closer attention in journalism school at Northwestern that I remember it, but where you're not even apathetic, apathetic. Yes. You really I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> Damn it, Tony. Wait, did I, did I take it away from you or were you not going to be able to come up with it? No, I wasn't going to be able to pick. Oh, so then we just vibed. Right, right, right. No, okay, I, cool. I, I guess you didn't deserve that. You deserved a uh, kudos, pal, because that was exactly <laughs> what I was trying to think of. I'm apathetic about this Lions team. And um, this is, I, I sound like a DB saying this myself, but like looking, you would think like going into a post game show 
watching the game with your your work buddies and, and then getting to talk about it on the radio afterwards in a post-game format, that'd be something you look forward to. And for the first couple of weeks, sure, it's exciting. It's new season. Now I'm, I'm dreading Sundays because they're so bad. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm watching my fantasy team, frankly. Uh, that's why I don't have like, like, I think with Michigan state and in Michigan to a certain extent, uh, I can be much, I can, I've been more nuanced. Um, lately, I mean, I was, I was on the road, uh, this Sunday, so I was streaming it on my phone. It was a little difficult. And so I didn't get to see every snap like I like, but you're right. There's no, there's no television value anymore. It's the red zone on. And I can almost like, and on the second TV that always is dedicated in the Lions, I mean, it's still going to be on because obviously I'm going to watch, but they don't deserve it. I'm really going to watch just so I know what to talk about and so I know what's going on. Yeah, because you know you're mean? committed to the craft, committed to the craft. Let's turn uh, turn the page to the college ranks, Tony. Michigan State, like you said, road victory over Indiana, 20-15. to 15. Don't have to apologize for road victories. Not pretty at times, but... Now we could also, we didn't even talk about this pre-show Mel Tucker getting some attention for uh, perhaps the LSU job, your level of concern. Two. I mean, I I think the opposite. I think, sorry, I didn't even give you a chance to answer. No, 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 go for it. I, I would bet. I mean, I saw some updated odds. You can get Mel Tucker to be the next head coach of the Michigan of LSU at plus 200. I would do that in a heartbeat. You think he's gonna be? You think yeah. he's gonna take the job? I think really? so. You really? You think Mel's gonna leave? Yeah. Are you trolling me? No. Oh <laughs> my! I will screenshot the group message and send it over to you. That I just I have a gut feeling, and it makes sense. I mean, the guy's been on the move. It's one more jump. Look what he's done to Michigan State, and why? What are his ties to Michigan State? He's coached at LSU. I mean, all due respect, no offense. Michigan State is kind of in that upper echelon of the big 10, but it's not a top three job in the big 10 LSU. You could say is a top three job in a better conference in the sec. I mean, Alabama, Auburn, Florida. Why are you putting Auburn above? I mean, I mean, split it's splitting hairs, but uh, the, the, the point remains, I think I, I would be giving a very hard sell if I tried to say Michigan state is a better gig than LSU, but also you think the grass is always greener. Good luck. Ed Orgeron just won a national title two years ago. He's out 21 months later. You want that smoke? You're a, you're a, you're the third highest paid coach in one of the best conferences. You got a great thing going. I, I would I would frankly be stunned if he left. Is am I am I, am I Homer Green glasses here? Ah, uh, well, there you've you've alluded to the color green a couple of times without mentioning the importance of the money that could be being thrown around here. And I know he's already compensated very well, but um, money talks. And I know that's a cliche, but if- I mean, he, I mean, he just, he's getting, so what was Ed Orgeron? What was his contract? I don't know off the top of my head. Here you, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to type it. So you talk, talk to the people while I type that. Well, talk to the people. You just seem so sure that Mel Tucker has these close ties to Michigan state. I mean, it was just it, what's to what's to say it wasn't just the next step on the ladder, you know, it Colorado. Could be. No, no, State. could be. I mean, I mean, he was. I mean, he was a GA here. I mean, he he has been in East Lansing before. It's not like he had no affiliation at all. Number one and number two, he just he just got everything. His salary doubled, right? He's do he's doing sick. He beat Michigan last last year. I mean, 
I guess time will tell what happens in the next couple of weeks. Should he at least leverage this and make more money? I don't see why not. I think that's what anyone should do. I, I just, um, I don't know. I had not, I do not actually think that he's going to leave for, for LSU. So Ed Origin makes $9 million. Okay. So, yeah, I mean... That's a, that's a whole heck of a lot more than uh, than the five five point six I believe it is that that Mel makes and and I don't I don't think Michigan State could match that so you're I mean I think the it's po- it's possible they have they have enough if the question is does LSU have enough infrastructure and capital to lure him away yeah but could I mean. I don't want to just make this a Jim Harbaugh thing. Like, so, so maybe that's a bad one. But like, what coach could they not go poach? You know what I mean? How many jobs are less than LSU where if your name is the hot button item, you shouldn't be concerned? Tony, that is precisely what I was about to say to try to kind of play devil's advocate here that, sure, LSU has that, that power to do so. But on the flip side too, if you're Mel Tucker, your stock's never going to be higher. So if you want... The next job after Michigan State, you're not in charge of the timeline. It's not your fault the timeline moves so fast. And if you want to strike while the iron's hot, I, I just – it's hard for me on the outside looking in without the ties to Michigan State that you have to objectively sit here and just say, well, why wouldn't he do it, you know? I'm not – I just – I mean, is he is he candidate number one? Is Mel Tucker really the number one candidate right now for, for LSU? I think I, so. I just and if so, how funny is that when 12 months ago everyone was shitting down Michigan State's throat for oh, oh really? you got a double Colorado. I mean, it's just it's just funny how how this all happens. So all so the turntables have turned somewhat. Yes, say. yes, and so I mean, what, what you think we're gonna hear something in the next couple of weeks? You think you think he's leaving mid seat? Maybe, maybe, maybe a raise. Maybe if Mel Tucker's camp's smart, that's what they'll do. They'll they'll use this to position himself for. Oh yeah, I mean, I've already I, I said that. I agree. I agree with that. Of course, you use it for leverage. Any human would, especially if you're hot commodity number one, whether you're considering it or not. And of course, I mean, that has to be a conversation around the dinner table, right? Like that's that's not something that you just rule out, or or that you just snap your fingers and do, unless it was one of your three destination jobs right yeah we'll do that we'll do my favorite uh podcast radio take of all time we'll see how it all plays out transition so you think that he's going oh yeah you actually think that mel tucker will this is the only year michigan this is the last year he'll be michigan state's head coach i think mel tucker will be i think i think i think i'm not i don't want somebody to listen to this say oh jake's you know i no, you are predicting it. If you're saying you think, that's predicting it. You can't say you didn't predict it and then say you thought. Oh, no, I'm going to play the best of both worlds. Okay, actually. good job. Well done. No, no, no. Mar- I- yeah, that's right. That's classic radio, guys. So good, right, right. good job. I'm I can't hearing- tell you how to do this. Right, right. I'm hearing. That's a that's a classic one. I'm hearing that there's some there's some smoke there. But no, I, I have no problem betting or guessing. And and what who am I? I'm a nobody. So... And it's just my opinion that if, if I were Mel Tucker, I'd do it and never look back. So that's what I think is going to happen. Now, now, you, now you got me clicking on all, all these things. You're not, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing Jimbo Fisher, James Franklin, Luke Fickle, Joe Brady, 
Bill Napier, uh, Lane Kiffin, Bob Stoops, Mel Tucker. There you go. Dave Aranda, Matt Bro, Rule. Bart Stoops, right? Uh, did I say something else? Uh, I, 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 what did I say? Bob Stoops, former Oklahoma coach. Did I say Bob Stoops? Oh, okay. Mark Stoops, yeah. I apologize. Yes, Mark Stoops. So, I mean, I guess I got to look at the odds and maybe that, that was – no, that wasn't alphabetical. I, I didn't pay that much attention, but – all right, did you have questions for me about Michigan State football? Or are you just trying to upset me tonight, <laughs> yeah. this morning, whenever trying, people are listening? I'm trying to, I'm trying to take you in a good mood from your 20 to 15 win, undefeated going into the bye week before Michigan. So the Spartans will for sure be undefeated for that October 30th matchup at noon. At oh big my noon god! Kickoff. At noon. Oh god! The outrage. I don't care. I like a big game at noon. The Red River Red River rivalry. You can't say shootout anymore. Um, the Red River rivalry is always at noon, and I love it. So I, I have no problem with a noon rivalry game. But I wouldn't know. I did not attend either one of these prestigious institutions, Michigan or Michigan State. No, I mean, it's just stupid. I just wanted it at 3.30. Why is it not at 3.30, right? I mean, it doesn't need to be a night game. I get it. Um, I'm not going to get bent out of shape about it. Honestly, it's such a nerve-wracking day. It's such a big day for this. It's kind of bad. Let's just do it. Like we all know it's coming. Let's just let's just do it. Um, but uh, I, I I wanted this one at three thirty. Sometimes I'm indifferent. Um, in later episodes, I can get into why. Uh, but but I wanted this one at three thirty a little bit more. Uh, but either way, <clears throat> very obviously it's gonna be it's gonna be a heck of a weekend in East Lansing. And it's just as long as they're doing this stuff with Fox, like. College game day is not going to go there, right? Like, even if you, it's the University of Michigan is going to be involved in an unbeaten top ten matchup, and game day won't be there. That's how much this big noon kick. Like, they're not going to promote Fox's big game. That's crazy. It is yeah. bizarre. I mean, money talks. We've already said that, but uh, yeah, the the Fox noon kickoff versus college game day ordeal is kind of you know it, it sucks for us fans, right? Yeah, I mean, it's the better if you're actually trying to learn something and watch a, a, a game day show. I mean, it's there's less pageantry, but it's 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 the better watch if you're if you're actually trying to learn things about football right, and, right. and pay attention. But um, we've talked about that before, I feel like. Yeah, yeah we have. Um, and so I don't know. Uh, very, very excited. Um, I mean, now I'm not because Mel, I, I got to start thinking about who the next Michigan State coach is going to be. Oh, yeah, actually, you know, we. We can tie a bow on that because Zach Ewing tweeted these out. Um, the, Am I supposed to know who Zach Ewing no, is? No, no. I'm going to give you director of sports betting and gaming for Bet Online. So here's your updated. He's got a blue check mark, so obviously uh, verified. But uh, Mel Tucker at plus 200, Lane Kiffin plus 500, Luke Fickle plus 600, James Franklin plus 650. Billy Napier plus 750, Jimbo Fisher plus 750, Bill O'Brien plus 900. Mark Sudo. Those are the, the real odds. According to Zach Ewing. Zach Ewing. Theadvocate.com, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, he works for The Advocate. You know, I, <laughs> I know. Someone who just got a job there. I know. I know. Leah Van. Shout out to Leah Van. Oh my, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my, uh, Northwestern classmate. She. Uh, she. You see her uh, at homecoming this weekend at at the Medill tailgate. I, I missed her. I th I think she was covering her for. She just left, went from Iowa to to LSU uh, to to cover uh, Louisiana State. So that's why I, I might I might have to ask her and see what she's hearing. 
but my word, that's that was three hours ago. You're right. All right, I hadn't seen this. Maybe maybe I'm a little, maybe it's a little more than a two. <laughs> I, I told you. I just I just well, I was driving home from Chicago, and we we hop on the pod. And I'm just this dropping bombs on you, Tony Garcia. You are. Precious. It's because it, it was really getting me is the tweet says, odds have moved at Bet Online AG. You know, I kind of feel like I'm doing a live radio thing here right now, and this will be 12 hours old. So I really apologize, everybody. But I hope you can feel with me that in live time, I'm actually learning. <laughs> I'm really learning about this. I had no idea it was like this. Uh, goodness. Lane Kiffin. How about Lane? That, that feels like a much better fit anyway. Well, he's good. I mean, Lane's been through enough. He's slimier. Come on. Mel, Mel's going to keep chopping. He's got bigger things to fry. He's got plans in East Lansing. Hey, whatever you have to do to convince yourself that Mel Tucker is not plus 200 to take the LSU, to be the next LSU head coach, do it, do it. Because I can see it in your eyes. I can see it written on your face. I can hear it in your voice. You are panicking that Mel Tucker. <laughs> no, I just said, I, I just, I mean, those odds and that tweet actually has me very concerned. Well, well, <laughs> totally I, ruined my night. 100%. I, I feel bad now. I'm such an asshole. I feel terrible. Let's, <laughs> let's keep the shit moving. I'm doing a terrible job. No, driving. I'm not, not talking about anything else. The rest of the pod. This is so bad. Oh my word. And I'm not even looking forward to basketball season. Oh, relax, oh. relax. It's going to be fine. But all right, real quick, Michigan, Northwestern. I don't actually think Northwestern has a chance. I think both teams are going to be undefeated when they meet at Spartan Stadium. Yeah, but who's going to be coaching Michigan State? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, what are we talking about with Michigan? Uh, well, they, we're not. there's nothing to talk about. They're on a bye yeah. week, and Northwestern beat Rutgers. I don't think it's actually a trap game, but that would be amazing if Northwestern won. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay, cool. I agree. So here's, here's two things. Um, one, uh, so I, so I was just talking with, I think it was my boss and he was talking about like, Oh, of course, Michigan state gets He's a Michigan guy. Oh, of course, Michigan state gets a bye week before, right before a rivalry game. He's like, I don't care which side it is or which rivalry it is. No one should get a bye week before a rivalry game. I was like, hey, I mean, I guess maybe that's a, there's a thought there. Um, but I was kind of thinking almost in reverse I think Michigan has sort of the perfect lineup. You have the bye week to rest, the tune-up Northwestern at home, and then the game. Do you? Does it make any difference at all which one is, is better? I think both are perfectly fine, and neither will play any factor whatsoever in why a team wins or loses. I need to make that clear. But I, I thought it was a, it, it was an interesting. Yeah, one. no, it's it's certainly a, a point of discussion in my opinion because I would actually I would agree, disagree that the bye week is like this. And I'll be, I'll get right. What the bye week's great for is to get healthy. But other than that, like the, the, you know, get back to the drawing board, reassess the, like, I don't really buy all that, but if guys need an extra week to, to get healthy physically, sure. Then the bye week is helpful. But to your point, Michigan, Michigan is going to have that tune up game, which I think is also valuable. So I, I don't think, and gosh, this is disgusting how closely I agree with you, but it's, 
either one, I think either one, you can say, Oh, this is why it's going to help us either situation, Michigan state's going from a bye week right into the game or Michigan's having a bye week one game and then going right into the game. So there there's, I think most importantly is at this point in the season, the physical health of your guys. So the bye week is what that is for mm-hmm. and forget the, the extra part of the bye week where, Oh, we can add this. We can add that. I don't think that goes on as much as people. And- and neither team has played Penn State. Neither team has played Ohio State. I mean, you cannot come in this far down the season on more equal footing. I mean, Michigan can wake up. Like, you can wake up at 730, eat your breakfast, do your normal thing. You drive up an hour. You, I mean, they'll probably leave at 8 a.m. or so, get there at 9, maybe leave at 7. But it's just it's so simple, right? Like, I, the game is just set up. It's going to be such a slugfest, like, and he, and that and so I said that I had two things and here's one and here here's probably a good point to leave the other thing on so the chirping is already getting very real in uh, in my in my group chat and here I want to hear what you think Mr. Impartial Jake Reitma uh, what what is said about this I'm gonna I'm gonna try to paraphrase as best I can quickly and the idea is um, that Michigan State ha- does Michigan State have anything to lose. Uh, with with this game against Michigan, and he says he's he's like if Michigan State fans are saying no, they don't. It's because of your losers mentality, right? Like, of course, yeah. If you win, great. If not, oh, nothing like nothing to see here. And of course, and I'm saying that that kind of is the case. But I don't think maybe I'm I I always try to tread cautiously because I really want to look at things fairly because. I just want to be right. Like more than more than I like that I want Michigan State to win. It's everyone wants to be right. Like that's why you say what you think and you want what you say to be true. I'm sorry. I need you to talk and then and then I can regroup cuz well, I If you would stop talking, I'd start talking. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just rambling here. Do no, you get my good. question? Yeah, um in a, a much more condensed way, I'll try to answer it. I think it's a different set of circumstances. In one situation, you've got a head coach that is so far ahead of schedule in year two of, I don't even want to say rebuild because it was more of a roster transformation. Like it was a glow up. It was when so-and-so goes on a crash diet and has a six pack and, and looks amazing in six weeks and they were fat their whole lives. That's how, that's what Michigan state has become under Mel Tucker with how bare D'Antonio left the roster and, and with the transfer portal that helps accelerate a rebuild in today's college sports. And with Mel Tucker already having a win under his belt, I'm not going to, you know, every game, every rivalry game is so important. So to, to say, oh yeah, you know, we, there's not as much at, to lose for Michigan state. I don't want to come out and say that, but I do think you can approach it differently when Michigan in a head coach who's in year seven, who at times in his, well, not even at times, the last couple of years in his career, you've had people calling for his head and wanting, he's taken a pay cut and he is more behind the eight ball than a head coach that's in year two that's already set accomplished things that nobody expected him to accomplish. So if that's a way to agree with you, um, I'm sorry, but and put me in the group message. Maybe I'll throw in my two cents. I, I think there's more pressure on Michigan. Okay, thank you, and I apologize for I don't for think that's that, that that short now. circuit that my mind had. Things were happening on on the computer behind the scenes, and I, I thought I was about to lose service, and so I was trying to do two things at once. I apologize, but yes, you na- you nailed 
neither one of our strengths. Multitasking, neither one of our strengths. No, certainly not mine. Um, but you na- you nailed it on the head, and th- and that is the point. the The reason is because you are so far a- ahead of things. Your work, you're playing with house money. The over under was four and a half. Your top ten unbeaten at home. I mean, if you get pounded by Michigan, yeah, that's really, really, really gonna suck. And it's not gonna hurt. You're not gonna be not upset if you lose. But the season's not a failure. Like. Michigan has everything to lose. Can you imagine if, if Michigan actually loses this game? If Michigan State really does win this game and leaves 8-0 and hands Harbaugh another I mean, it's really tough to bring it. Depending on what happens down the line, that can reset. I mean, all good feeling, all good juju, gone. Like, that's what it is. If Michigan loses, all the good feeling is gone from the program. If Michigan State loses close, you're heartbroken, but you can get up off the mat and move on. If you get if you get popped, I I don't know. I, I got to see it. But do you, you see what I'm saying? Yes. All right. 100%. So percent. And I I'm, take I that, mean, Jack. Yes. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's going to be a matchup of two top ten teams. As long as Michigan doesn't stub their toe against Northwestern, which none of us think they will, They're and not. I keep telling myself that so that I don't get disappointed when. <laughs> Dude, you don't. You're not trying to talk yourself off the ledge. There's no chance. They're going to. No, Michigan, Michigan is going to win by forty. I just have always wanted to be the fan at a road game in the road team's colors because my teams just never win. And everybody, you know, you're standing up and everyone's pelting you with, with trash and debris and the, you know, screaming uh, profanities at you. And you're just taking it and basking in all the glory because your team won and you don't care what everyone's doing. And I kind of want to have that moment on Saturday, even though I know it's not going to happen. Yeah, I think it's going to be more one of the classic Michigan Northwestern moments where it is 48 to 6. Okay. Like, like I, I genuinely think this is what I think. Michigan is going to open up a can, like just hammer Northwestern. Whatever the, the spread is, Michigan's covering it. That's number one. And then they're going to come in, they're, they're going to open two and a half point favorite, I'd say, for, for, for the next weekend. And then it's on. And then and they'll be ranked six, I think. Five, six. Probably yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. And, and game day won't be there to see it. Sad. No. Nope. Sad, sad, sad. Harvey Corso. We, yeah, right, right. We. Dez is really who wants to see it, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. We um, are going to do our best to see what kind of guests we can get for that week leading up to it because um, the Michigan State of Sports aims to provide the best. That's right. And really, we rely on you to bring the best. Uh, so we'll see what Jake can do. No, yeah. but uh, we, we, we got, I think everyone will be plenty happy with, uh, with, the, with the people we got in mind. No pressure, Jake. No pressure, Tony. But thank you all for tuning in to the Michigan State of Sports. Always a blast to bring you all the best that we can in the Michigan State of Sports scene. He's Tony Garcia. I am Jake Rima. Tony, hope you're feeling better from the food poisoning you came down with in Chicago. Um, I got rinsed this weekend on the betting circle. Who would have thought my, my four-team parlay, money line winners only, Michigan State, check. Northwestern, check. Oregon, check. And then who loses it for me? Florida. Florida to LSU. That wouldn't have been the one I would have thought. Right. Sad, sad, sad. But I know nobody cares about my gambling. However, we need to make some money this weekend because we are hurting. Good luck. I, 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 got, I got nothing for you. I've, 
it's been it's been an up and down football season actually uh it was not a good nfl sunday though um i thought the lions were gonna cover oh. i thought i, I thought I, that was my worst that was my worst bet maybe of the season i i was way off it was the emotion they they were gonna come out and play for dan campbell who was crying and we don't need to revisit that but uh no we'll both try to make some better picks we'll continue it as we go along here on the michigan state of sports he's tony garcia i'm jake rima thank you all for tuning in we'll talk to you next time goodbye